Hey, what's going on? All right, I gotta talk about something. I gotta fucking quit nicotine. I'm not smoking cigarettes anymore. I'm doing the whole vape thing, but I, I gotta quit. But it's so hard, and and here's why. And anyone who is a nicotine user will hopefully understand this. Like, all right, the other day, I run into somebody at the grocery store. Already a pretty unpleasant thing because, you know, I don't like doing stopping chats, you know. And the guy is talking for, I'm not kidding you, probably five to ten minutes about how he has this puddle that keeps pooling in his backyard that he can't get it to stop pooling in his backyard. And I just, I, I want to scream at him. Oh my God, I don't care, you know. But instead of being an asshole, I just get a little nicotine in my body and, I, and all that comes out is, yeah, that's tough, man. But you know what? Maybe... Maybe that's the real enlightenment. Maybe that's the true freedom is just in those moments being like, oh my God, I don't care. Here's to enlightenment for Birdie in 2021 and true freedom. Today's show is not as long as it normally is because there just wasn't a lot going on, but uh, we do cover you know, the games that happened in football recently and all the stuff that's going on in the NHL and the MLB. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. And, and uh, we preview the Super Bowl. There will not be a show, a second show this week. We'll get to back to normal programming next week. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. You can listen on Spotify now. So please check that out rather than YouTube just because it's more convenient for you and it's more convenient for us. All right, that's enough. Let's start the show. said co-host my bad and my other co-host meech say what up meech what up all right so not a lot cough birdie yeah uh, i don't have covid i had some weird version of food poisoning so don't worry about that i'm i'm safe i'm staying safe but i did feel like i was gonna die so eat some bad fish though uh yeah you stay the fuck away from seafood no 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 i'm not gonna stay away from seafood just because one salmon decided to be an idiot and eat something stupid it's gonna get you again then that's fine it's worth it tastes so good (laughs) (laughs) uh next time you eat fish it's gonna be like (laughs) (laughs) yo that's a dope movie by the way i rewatched it recently like it's so good jaws is so good like what a movie! Ten years. It's Just so good, man. You should watch it again. It holds up. It's fucking dope. All right, We're so need a bigger boat. Yeah, 
gonna need a bigger boat. We're gonna need a bigger show because we do not have a whole lot to talk about today. <laughs> um, be a smaller show. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be a smaller show? Why? Because if we don't have the content to talk about, it would be a smaller show, not a bigger show. No, that's why I said we're gonna need a bigger show. Oh, like we gotta stretch it out. Yeah, exactly. But get we, the stretch marks on it. Who cares? Who cares? We don't have sponsors. We do what we want. We're free, independent nation state. If you so, want a sponsor, though. Yeah, yeah. If you do, like, hit us up. We're we're down. <laughs> we'll totally. But for out. now, <laughs> do what the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do it like we always do let's start off with some baseball what's going on in the world of baseball boys the uh mlb players association rejected the uh what do you want to call it the rules put forward for potential rules put forward by the league yeah i saw a that universal dh and they wanted an expanded playoff and both of those got rejected so no universal DH, despite me wanting it, I think it'd be yeah. fucking awesome. I always yeah. do that shit and I'm gonna be the show. I'm like automatic DH for the franchise mode. Yeah. I mean I think modes I think that was a huge success. People like home runs, man, and pitchers don't crank dingers. But when they do, it is a spectacle. Yeah, there's been like a that few Bartolo over the home of time run that had. Yeah, and I remember Mad Bum always used to crank a couple every year, it seemed like when he was in our division. John Lester hit a couple for us, I think, in a league play. Yeah, it's good because he can't pick people off first. So Cancer survivor, John Lester, don't speak ill. Yeah, <laughs> solidarity, brother. Jesus. <laughs> he, doesn't get a, he doesn't get a fucking card. Like, he doesn't get a, like, I don't like him. Oh, oh. I mean, it's not because he had cancer. I was not like, oh, you had cancer. I hate you. <laughs> I'm a big John Lester guy. Of course you are. Why wouldn't you be here? Fucking Bostonian. Speaking of which, you guys got Kike. My boy. So <laughs> I was super excited about it because he does. He seems fun. And he's a good yeah. player. I'm a big utility player guy. But when I was looking at the contract, he just kind of seems like a more expensive Brock Holt, which made me sad, just because I miss Brock Holt. And we didn't need to get rid of him, but we did anyway. Yeah, although but I do like the signing. I like Kike. Yeah, and he's a good uh, locker room guy. The Dodgers are going to miss him. Um, it was funny because the report came out and it said Enrique. And I was like, who the hell is Enrique Hernandez? Because he is universally known as Kike. Um, so... Yeah, I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> PK, PK, PK. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's a good signing. Uh, Nationals got Brad Hand. Um, Two years, 10 mil. Yeah, Yankees went out and traded for Jamison Tyone. Great pickup. Yeah, it gives I them really some like starting him. pitching depth. He's one of the few bright spots on a Pittsburgh team that really sucks. Yeah, and they keep trading away all of their assets. I mean, they look like the the Indians from the 90s. I words. Um, (laughs) I words. Taiwan was asked what he thought about being in New York, and he said it lit a fire under him to be joining a win-now team. Yeah, I remember when Adam Ottavino was pretty happy to join them. He is now out in New York. He goes to Boston in the Better first franchise. trade between. 
<laughs> uh, the we first saved trade... him from that shithole that is the Bronx. Welcome to Boston, Adam Odovino. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was pretty happy to be there. He's a lifelong Yankees fan, so just screams out, let's acquire this guy. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, they traded Odovino to the Red Sox in the first deal since the Drew deal, which was seven years ago. So they just don't – division rivals don't hardly ever make deals like this. Uh, with like Steven Drew, the Drew everyone liked in Boston. Everyone <laughs> hated J.D. Drew. Yeah. Can't imagine why. He's one of your fucking, one of your boys. I, I, I would go, I don't want him. <laughs> I didn't love J.D. Drew. <laughs> I don't know if anyone loved J.D. Drew. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they did either. Anything the else happening that kept baseball? signing him for massive amounts of money did, apparently. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair uh, enough. Arizona did. So to get him too. What? We gave up so much to get him, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Arizona drafted a letter to uh, MLB that said they wanted to delay spring training um, in the Cactus League, which is the Arizona League. The Grapefruit League is the Florida League. Cactus so League Arizona, said no way. We well, don't want your COVID around here. <laughs> they just want to stay on schedule, I think. If they have to kibosh fans, I think they will. But, yeah. It's funny because Jeff Passan brought up that um, the Coyotes have allow fans in their NHL stadium, apparently. So kind of uh, interesting to see that. But maybe they yeah. just don't want the travelers from other locales coming in. Maybe that's their logic, but. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if anyone wants to go to Arizona anyway. Yeah, or a Coyotes game for that matter. Ooh, damn. Except they did have probably the coolest of the like retro jerseys this year. Oh, that old Coyotes jersey is fucking fire. Yeah, that shit was really cool, man. I actually Shane Doan. Mm, yeah. My man, Shane Doan. I mean, eh. I, I didn't say eh, I said yeah. He's he's a hero. I was conceding the point. It seems like you weren't very excited yeah. about Shane Doan, and this I'm is not. a podcast that gets excited about Shane Doan. Yeah. So you hop <laughs> on the train or hop off it. Yeah, I'm, I'm off that train, Birdie. I'm off. Then that you're train. gonna get run over by that train. That's totally yeah. fine. Shane this Doan. is a Shane Doan supporting podcast. <laughs> yeah, and if is. you're not about it, then you're not the face of it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't want me to be the face of it anyway. Come on, that mug. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> How do, you work, how do you work on your face? <laughs> I mean, I'm fat. I can like work the, on my weight. But you, I don't know. What, what are you going to do with your face? Two oh words. Plastic <laughs> surgery. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hollywood. measures being taken by Birdie. Oh, this has <laughs> gone off the rails so early, guys. <laughs> uh, what about the NBA dubs? You're the NBA guy. Anything else, Anything interesting happening? Well, did you want week? to talk about the trade? What trade? The Dubois trade, Pierre Luc oh, Dubois. You, oh, you mean in the NHL? Yeah, yeah, because that's uh, where we're at. From yeah. that transition from Arizona Fall League baseball, or spring it was a good transition. You're absolutely right. Shane Doan being a fucking monster from the Cactus <laughs> League being pricks to uh, Dubois being a prick to get out of Columbus. Yeah, did you see oh. the uh, the like? fight that happened on the bench between him and torts 
Torts was just like screaming. No, but I bet Torts does not take any of that shit. No, at all. Torts is like screaming in his ear, and then they like cut to his face, and he's got this face on like um, like I used to get when I was like sixteen, and my parents would yell at me, and I knew they were right, but I was just mad because like you know I wanted my way. You know, it was a petulant child kind of look on his face, and uh, yeah, and then you know obviously they're like, yeah, he's not long, and then it must have been. A couple days later, or not even that the trade happened. It's it's a pretty good trade. The bummer is that they can't use him for 14 days because, you know, he has to go into Canada. So he has to sit out for 14 days. So you kind of make this Gotta trade. Gotta wait, wait for his passport to cover the mail. <laughs> no, it's COVID stuff. But, you know, you, get, you make the trade for this player who is a good player. And now he has to sit out for 14 days, which in a condensed season is quite a few games you know so it's interesting to see how that's going to affect them but you know some other stuff in the nhl that i kind of wanted to talk about is montreal is like on fire dude i don't know if you've been watching and i know that's probably pissing you off double because you're a boston i don't pay attention to that team yeah exactly dude they're I'm going to check it's, out for a few minutes. It's too early to call it who's <laughs> going to win, but they are right now looking strong. And also, I want to say I'm pretty sick and tired of people doing that like one week into the season and they're like, oh, this team's going to win. And it's like, dude, shut up. Like maybe when we get halfway through the season, then we'll evaluate. But like, you know, that's just one of my pet peeves. I'm probably going to have. Sounded like you on Boston's today. nuts last year. They uh, yeah they were great. The only reason they didn't still great. The, yeah, uh, they're they're middle are of the they? pack now. That that they're middle of the pack. Still great. I mean that's just what they still are. Great. They probably would have better than your shit show in New York. Like I said, it's the first week of the season, so keep talking shit. It's a little early. So we'll wait till the middle of the season. We'll be I'm not doing this with you anymore. Uh, they would have won last year if Tuca didn't go home. But, you know, Tuca had to go home because he had family issues. So I respect that. I saw some people talking shit about that, but I was like, you people need to shut up. Like, I'm not a Tuca Rask hater. Tuca Rask is Yeah. Kid. Like, he did. I mean, if you're a bitch and want to leave your team before the playoffs, then yeah. I don't know, man. If I got a call about my <laughs> child suddenly in a hospital, I might dip too. But yeah, they would. I think they would have at least gone to the cup last year if it wasn't for that. I feel like that really, really hurt them. Really, really hurt me. Yeah, it I just makes me did. question his loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that thing that you see people say. It's like, dude, like, shut up. <laughs> like, I just God, like some people, like sports fandom on social media sometimes can be exhausting, man. Not all sports teams. MMA Twitter. Oh, yeah, you want to talk about what happened? Did you watch that? So I <laughs> felt like absolute dog shit Saturday night, and I went to bed super early, but I woke up in the middle of the night and went through Twitter for a while. <laughs> Dude, oh, as soon as it happened, you know, I go on, and, and somebody's like, well, that was just an illegitimate knockout. They need to have a rematch. And I was like, all right, first of all, they need to have a rematch because they're one and one. So you got to have a rematch to break that tie. But secondly, that was not an illegitimate knockout, dude. Like, that was pretty fucking clean, dude. You know, and it's... My brother said this to me, and I think he has a great point. Like, when you have fighters like that who are that good that, like, rarely get touched, when they do get touched, they crumble. 
And that's all that happened. Like you watched well, the it other happen. thing. The other thing is Poirier absolutely lit him up with leg kicks in the first round, cut his mobility off. And when Connor got the punch that really fucked him up, is he was going in for a single leg takedown, which you never see Connor McGregor go for. Exactly. A he was doing that because he couldn't fucking stand anymore. Yeah. And it's like, and as soon as he got tagged that first time and he kind of fell back against the cage, like I That's was like, what I was oh, talking he's done. About. Like he's yeah, because he was he was shooting for a takedown there. Yeah, it was it was nutty, dude. And the memes have been top tier. Like they've been pretty good. Of, yeah, they've been great. They've been dude, great. I I woke up that the next morning and I like I said to my mom and Selena, I was like, that today is a day where I'm lucky that sports gambling is not legal in Massachusetts because I would be down all of my picks on that UFC <laughs> card were wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that was a lot of them, glory, eh? but all of the finishes, like it was the round I called, but it was the opposite person. I was right. just like, God fucking damn it, dude. I couldn't have fucked this up harder. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of crazy to watch. Like, it was just like, oh shit, that just happened. I mean, I was like, I could see this happening, but I didn't think it was going to happen. Also, McGregor has fought, like, I think the stat was like, was it like 40 seconds in the last year has been like the length of his total fight time. Well, yeah, he only fought uh Cerrone. Yeah, and that was like and it was quick as 15 fuck. second just, fight. Or he just mashed him seconds. with his mashed him with his shoulder and KO'd him. Yeah, which was dope as shit. Like it that was, super, was cool. super lit. But yeah, but everyone's saying Connor's washed. He's gonna. It's what's probably gonna happen. He's gonna come back in a few months. Everyone's gonna get super hyped up, sick. He's fucking done. He's gonna get a, like a first or second round knockout, and then we're gonna be in the same position next year that we are in now, where we're waiting for his next fight to see if he can go fight Khabib again. Like that's yeah, he's probably not how done. it's gonna go. Yeah, no, that dude's not done at all. Anyone saying that, like, that's just again exhausting sports fans. Like, that dude's not done at all. He just got tagged and wasn't ready for it. That's like happens. all that happened. Yeah, it happens. It's a fight game. Yep, happens to the greatest. So, uh, basketball? Should we talk a little? Yeah, we'll basketball? start with the great. Start with the greatest franchise in NBA history. We'll call the Celtics. Jalen oh Brown, thirty-three God. points in nineteen Pretty minutes sure against the Cavs. Excuse you. Excuse you. Excuse you. Sure, you don't hold the record. <laughs> Who do you hold that record with, Meech? Oh, it's tied, but you have to mention the other. You guys got it. That a short share end, that record with. Shortened fucking bullshit oh, bubble oh, playoff short season. season. Shit. But if the fucking Celtics would have won, oh my you guys, god! Your LA cleans up when it's fucking everyone's worried about other shit, and there's a short season, and fucking people are it's fuck you guys. All right, he can't even speak. Jalen Brown. <laughs> Sorry, Dubs. Go ahead. 33 points in 19 minutes against the Cavs. That is an NBA record for most points in under 20 minutes. That adding to Jalen Brown's breakout season, he's averaging 27 points, just under six rebounds and three and a half assists. Uh, he's been phenomenal since the start of the season, and he's really stepped up with Tatum out. Uh, Tatum is expected to return against the Bulls. That is the Celtics' next game at the time of recording. Okay. Meach, anything about the uh, Celtics' tandem? <laughs> no, I could care less. Especially <laughs> since I stopped playing Daily Fantasy, I could really give two shits about them anymore. All right, here's um, something you'll probably give a shit about. 
Uh, NBA holding talks about the All-Star game on March 7th, considering Atlanta as a possible location. Meet your big NBA All-Star game guy. <laughs> Back in the day, uh, but I'm just not a huge NBA guy. I root for the Lakers. Uh, I watched a little bit of the game when I was on my exercise bike tonight, and LeBron was killing it, hitting shots he had no business hitting. But other than that, not a huge NBA guy, especially till later in the year. I'm not really a big all-star game guy in any sport. Like, I just don't really care. Sorry. NBA is one of the good ones. But anyway. NBA is usually corrupt. so high scoring it's ridiculous, but it's fun to watch at least. It is It is a good show. I like, like the stuff around it. Same. Like That's what I was going to say. Like, all contest. that stuff is cool. But, like, the actual game, I just don't care. Yeah, I can give a fuck less about the game, too. Heat. The uh, Miami Heat are using coronavirus sniffing dogs at games for the upcoming season. They're going to let uh, that's a thing. The, the current season, apparently, they're going to be letting some fans into the arena. They have to be uh, sniffed by dogs, <laughs> unless you're not cool with that, and then you have to take a uh, rapid test on. Dude, site. dude, all right. I got to talk about this real quick. So I thought I had COVID on Monday or last Monday and I went and got the test. Dude, fuck that test. Yeah, it's not fun. It like went like that lady put that goddamn cotton swab in my skull, bro. Like I was like, dude, fuck this. And she like, I had to get, (laughs) sorry, go ahead. She like, Went to pull it out, and I was like, fuck you. And she goes, are you all right? And I was like, do you have to go again? And she was like, yeah, and your other nostril. And I was like, god damn it. And then she's <laughs> like, dude, it is not pleasant. Like, You were basically when I got acting like 40-year-old virgin when he's getting fucking wild. Oh, my God. Like, that's you're exa- the devil. Yeah, that's exactly literally. what I was doing, dude. When I got mine, I just, like when she did the first one, I just went, yeah. so she pulled it out. And then fucking. Yeah. But when I was in, like, middle school, I had uh, whooping cough, and I had to fucking get tested for that. It's the same test as COVID. But the uh, it's not a cough. Isn't that, like, cough. a 1920s disease? Yeah, it is. It's I had it right between cholera and gout. I had battles yeah. with both. Double died of dysentery on the organ. Watch the fuck out. Nice, I got teeth. I think I'm going to get TB soon. Might be the death of me. Yeah, consumption. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like, God bless those people who get tested all the time because that shit's painful. And also, man, like, I'm just going to say, like, God bless those people working because when I pulled into that parking lot, there were, like, 80 people there. And you got to think, like, at least 10 of them have COVID, right? And these people are just there every day exposing themselves you know, like it really like, I mean, hopefully they got one of the vaccines if they're frontline. I mean, most, yeah. of the, most of the, vaccines I don't know how that's going workers, here because but... you know, it's not a big town. So I don't know if it's a top priority, but you know, I'm just saying like those people like exposing themselves to it like that. Like I, it really hit home. Like, cause I just saw all the people and I was like, holy shit. Like these people are doing the big work, the important work. You know, so shout outs to I mean, those people. It's kind of what nurses and stuff have been saying from the beginning. Like, yeah. They're just exhausted because people are like, oh, if I get it, it's no big deal. And then they end up in the hospital. And then, you know, then the nurses and doctors have to work yeah. around it. And right. it's just, you know. yeah. Shout outs to those people, man. 
Doing Shout out to work. the Miami Heat sniffing dogs. Yeah. I'll tell you what. My best experience at the airport post 9-11 was at the Las Vegas airport. They had – it was like – Sunday, so like it's it's coming home day for everyone, right? I like so how I you had to, to throw post nine eleven in. Well, well yeah. yeah, because before like, that, like no, my favorite airport memories they all come before nine eleven. Well, yeah, it was the Wild well, yeah. West back then. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> um, I was like five. Um, <laughs> but I was two. <laughs> okay, then I was way older than five. But uh, <laughs> basically, we you just walked by this dog. It was a bomb sniffing dog. They just wanted to make sure you didn't have to take off your shoes. You didn't have to take off your fucking your belt. Nothing. Nothing. You didn't have to take off anything. You just walked right by the dog, sniffed it. You're good to go. It was the best experience ever. So if that's how like the the COVID sniffing dog works. Then good for them. Yeah. Shout out to COVID sniffing dogs. The heroes. The real heroes. I mean, I don't know about that. I just think that it would be a good experience rather than getting tested it's yeah for sure to, i have no experience previous like, testing for that so i have no idea it's it's brutal I, I hope you never have to go through it any other nba stuff you want to talk about does before we get to the uh old football uh, i just want to kick the nets while they're down they've lost twice to the cavaliers this week the cavaliers big oof big oof of All cleveland right. fame of cleveland fame I mean, Cavs aren't bad. They share a city with the Browns and the I words. <laughs> I like the I words. We're going to have to go with that for a while. <laughs> Nuggets and Clippers were the biggest climbers in the power rankings this week. Uh, we'll see how that checks out next week. That's all I got for basketball. All right, <laughs> let's do it. Let's talk the football. So you guys want to talk about the Packers and the Bucks game first, or would you rather talk about Bills and Chiefs first? I'm cool either way. So we should go with the Bucks Packers game first because it's the one I was less inebriated for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the one I paid more attention to as well. It Second was one's a little little fuzzy after halftime. I uh I actually I wish really I hadn't paid more attention to it because uh unfortunately gambling isn't legalized here That's either, gambling. but I did gamble and lost a ton of money on the fucking Packers. Yeah, that was uh a rough moment in the chat that day. And I, cause I just kept texting like, oh no. Well for oh, fun. Because I was having the time of my life. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, you I were, but tell. that's the difference between you and me. <laughs> I was at my buddy's house just Fucking laughing, laughing away, just reading the chat, watching Meech lose all of his money. Because I picked the buck, unlike someone who put their money down against the bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Twice, actually. Because I, I wasn't even going to touch these games, Yeah, either of them. I ended up betting on both of them. Apparently didn't want to touch your money anymore. If you, you have know, a gambling problem, please it. call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah. Uh... Uh, I might, I might need to do that. Um, the, the because I bet first I just threw down thirty on. It. I was like, this is an easy game, whatever. I'll just throw down thirty. And then live betting, that's where you get in trouble, kids. Stay away from live betting. It's never a good idea. Rarely works out in your favor. I waited for the Packers, who went into the game as favorites, to have a plus return on my bet. I got plus one twenty hammered home the bet for a hundy 
and then proceeded to lose that as well. So Ooh. that was an expensive game for me. That's tough stuff. Big oof. Yeah. Yeah, the Bucks defense was suffocating. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Although I will say one thing. Once again, we've talked about it a lot this year. I've never seen more drops. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, this would have been a different game if Devontae Adams catches that back shoulder throw at the beginning of the game yep. for the touchdown, and if Lazard catches the two-point. Like, yep. both of which were at their hands, yep. and both of which went untouched. Catches you gotta make. I agree with you. And it really was just that the Bucks defense especially in the latter half of that game, really stepped up when they needed to, you know, because Brady threw those two interceptions and they stopped him on both of those. You know, that to me is is what really got him the game, to be completely honest. Yeah. You know? I turned it off after halftime. I was getting play-by-play from my buddy who also bet the Packers, so that was fun for both of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about LaFleur choosing – not to go for it on the kick i mean the field goal yeah yeah Yeah, that was a weird call it really was a weird call it really is a few of those this season considering what's what's the rule never give brady the ball ever in 20 years of football never give him the ball back yeah i mean you don't even have to go that far man like you're it's what was it like the last two and a half minutes of the game and so it's arguably going to be your last possession and it's a playoff game. Just go. I mean, just go. Like, I don't understand why you think like, I get it. If there's five minutes, we've had that discussion before. If there's five minutes, I get it. If there's I two don't, and a half minutes, because your defense hadn't stopped that's them true. all fucking game. But what I'm saying is if there's five minutes, then you can, there's a, a higher probability that you're going to have another possession. If there's two and a half minutes, that probability is like, halved you know what i mean like it's just i just don't understand that call at all and some people are saying like analytics says that you kick the field goal there i don't understand why you would use analytics Common to make sets. a play call use that, analytics now, to like two, set up two players. shining moments that analytics have had this year yeah Common right sense fucking tells you not to give brady the ball back but whatever. exactly i but, just yeah i don't understand that also saw some people complaining about the uh officiating there was a lot of um fistful of jerseys would be if this game if this game was a western it would be called fistful of jerseys there was and then they called one at the end of the game and they didn't call it like the whole game and it's just like yeah i mean i see your point there the one they didn't call resulted in a turnover and then a subsequent touchdown the one they did call resulted in them for sure losing the game exactly it was it was bad if you're gonna let him play play and i get it he he had a lot of that jersey but the same could be said for any time how many times have you heard an analyst say oh he turned the shoulder he turned the hip and that's what happened you know when the packers were on offense he turned the shoulder like that's that's a pi every time so if you're not going to call that, then don't call the other thing. Yeah, I um, agree. At least be consistent one way or the other. Right. And uh, one thing to add about giving Brady the ball back, after watching the Patriots for 20 years, there's one constant. You might not win every single game, but Tom Brady's going to score before the half. You're going to get the ball back at the half, and you're going to score again. You double up every single time. It might not be touchdowns, but 
I swear to God, every single game, Tom Brady doubles up at the half. Well, and then yeah. we had a similar situation to the Jets, although it wasn't a full-out blitz. That that defender just got beat. And right before halftime, and it totally changed the whole feel of the game, I feel like, uh, you know, they the throw, throw – Scotty Miller. Yeah, the touchdown to Scotty yeah. Miller. And that's, and that's when I turned the game off, right there. Yep. Yeah. That was – I texted you right after that. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. when I was like, I, I lost a lot of money today. Um, I and I cannot believe that you would let him get behind you there. Yeah, again, I keep saying it. It's the theme of this episode. Big oof. So big fucking oof. Tough stuff. Yeah, tough stuff. So the Bills and the Chiefs game. This was a game that I didn't pay as much attention to because, well, I'll just admit it. There was a Rangers game on and I watched it. And it was a pretty brutal loss. So, Mm, nothing new. But let's get back on track to the Bills Chiefs game. Talk me through it, Dubs. What went down? Why did they lose? Oh, all right. I thought I was going to talk you through it. I don't know why they lost. The the Chiefs, (laughs) they really came out like firing. That'd be the opposite. Sorry, not the Chiefs. The Bills came out firing. It was 9 nothing in the first quarter, and then something just flipped. The Chiefs started putting it together. Their defense started looking sharper. They started making throws downfield. Kelsey and uh, Tyreek Hill were absolutely unstoppable. Mahomes came out and looked great despite you know the injury questions all week. He threw for three touchdowns, 325. Uh, like I said, Kelsey and Hill were huge, and the defense played just well enough. Despite Allen having a good game, they shut down the run, and they got a 14-point win. Yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs were impressive. I, I was. I actually put money on the Chiefs despite picking the Bills, and that. that made my weekend, you know, not as bad because I got a hundred out of that. So that wiped away my bad bet on the Packers, really. Um, but yeah, the the Chiefs just looked looked better after the first what like. 12 minutes of the game basically yeah it was about where we got yeah i mean after the muffed the muffed uh return by michael hardman ended up being a touchdown was it a touchdown or field goal i think it was a touchdown i checked out in the second half of this game i was just drinking and smoking and well i mean like (laughs) let me ask you this because i i only watched the first half of the game uh I watched the sec both halves, but I only remember one. (laughs) It seems to me like watching them this year, like basically what happens is you have to continually score to stay in the game with them. And then the minute you make that first mistake, they're going to pull ahead. So they're not just going to pull ahead. They're going to have a 50 yard passing touchdown. That's going to completely swing momentum their way. Exactly. Right. So like, I I assume that that's probably what happened in this game. It kind of seemed like that. The Bills had momentum at the start. Chiefs stole it back and never looked back. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs clearly saw something on that first pos- first couple possessions that they had on offense. They adjusted it going into really the second. Like, it wasn't – they got off to a slow start, but they kind of always do. They saw an adjustment, They uh, or they saw something, they made an adjustment, and then it was the Chiefs show. Kelsey and Hill just – couldn't be you touched. Could not be stopped. Yeah, twenty-two yeah, catches between the two. Yeah, yeah, that's a ridiculous yeah. number. It's a, it's a large number for catches. 
All right, so you boys want to uh, talk about the Super Bowl, what we think's going to happen, make some predictions, get a little Nostradamic. I don't know if that's a word, but if it is, if it isn't, I made it up and it's dope. I think Tom Brady's going to have to decide between his left middle finger and his left pinky ring on which one number seven <laughs> should go on. <laughs> Isn't it Are in you Tampa? Choosing, you're choosing the Bucks here? Yep, I am. Isn't the game in Tampa? It is, and I don't yeah. bet against Tom Brady in Super Bowls. Mm. I mean, I think oh. this is a dope game because you kind of have, like, you know, the old guard that people consider the greatest and the new up-and-coming what people are going to consider to be the greatest. So, It's still great, but it's not the greatest. Yeah, I, I just I think it's an interesting matchup. You know what I mean? It's really cool. I think the Chiefs proved that we've all been sleeping on them this year and they will win this game. They did seemingly lose a tackle. We saw the pass <laughs> rush last week and that can't be great for the Chiefs, but given the offensive weapons that they have that we've seen, I think they'll find a way to get it out fast and uh, quell the quell the rush really. Yeah, I mean I've had people asking me, you know, all day what do I think's going to happen and I, I I can't call it. Because I can see, you know, one of two things happening. What you just said happening, Meech, I can see that easy. But I can also see the Bucks surprising everyone just like they've been doing for the past, what, six Three weeks? weeks? Yeah. Four weeks. Yeah. yeah, they've been doing it for a while now. They just keep coming out and just, like, killing it. And so it's just, I don't know. They're at home. I know that doesn't have too much of an advantage, but it's got to be somewhere in the players' minds you know, they're at home. They have a chance to do something. I mean, I think most importantly for them being at home, they're not in the cold. Um, Yeah, for sure. For sure. But they got to clean some things up. But once they, if they're able to do that, they have a couple of staples on their team. They have a great passing attack. Their line has been great the last few weeks. Their pass rush was able to get to Rogers, Pierre Paul and Barrett combined for five sacks last week. And the run defense was phenomenal all year long, and the Chiefs have kind of struggled in that department this year. They've just relied on the pass more, so it's not even that they struggled. It's just they're better. Yeah, or they use that little, like, shovel pass play they've used a few times. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. to Hill or Hardman or whoever. exactly, yeah, Yeah, they do that. Or, I mean, I don't know, man. And then you have, like, Fournette's been kind of killing it the past couple weeks. Like, it's a Playoff really Lenny. It's a Yeah, it's a really difficult game to call. I don't know who's going to win. I want the Bucs to win, though. I just I'm going, I really do. I'm going with the Bucs. I think they're going to win a close one. And if they don't, I think the Chiefs are going to win, like, 38-13. It's going to be yeah, that a was blowout like... for the Chiefs. Or the Bucs are going to win and pull it out close, which I hope and think will happen. Yeah, that was actually going to be my next question, if you thought it would be a close game or not. But I guess we got – what do you think, Meech? you think it's going to be a close game? you think it's going to be a blowout? I think it's going to be close. I, I do. Uh, these teams are both fairly evenly matched, but I just think Kansas City proved why they're the defending champions last week. And I think we've all been sleeping on them all year, and I think that was their – hey, we're still here, and we're still the best, and we're still the defending champs. And in all honesty, their defense has looked amazing. Their defense looked really good against Josh Allen. Uh, I know they won't be able to confuse Brady as much, but you got to watch out for ball hawks like Mathau because that 
that could be a huge problem for them. For sure. But, and the guy they just got back from injury, uh, Sneed, the second quarter, he played really, really well against Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, so- I guess we'll uh, we'll find out here soon, and we'll talk about yeah. it on the show. I got one more question for you guys before yeah. we wrap it up here. Tied into the Super Bowl. Do you guys have a Super Bowl that sticks out in your mind that doesn't involve like your team that you root for? You the mean that, like in in days past? Yeah, that you've watched and like you stuck out as a really good fucking game. To me, mine is the uh, Steelers Cardinals. I don't remember exactly which Super Bowl it was, but the one with the San Antonio Holmes catch at the end and Larry Fitzgerald yeah. had like a yeah. huge play. Yeah. That game was awesome. I mean, there's the one the the first time the the you know Giants and the Patriots. That one was pretty i know it's bad for you but i don't really care about either of those teams and i was just like oh shit that's kind of crazy and just the way it happened like late in the game you know was pretty intense but yeah i mean beyond that i'm struggling um there was one with the broncos that was fun to watch way back in the day, but i can't remember which one it was maybe it was the one against the falcons the help thinking of the helmet catch like literally made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> I had to do it to you. I'm sorry. You asked the question, I had to answer. We're gonna need ginger ale after this. <laughs> Does that really work? I don't know, man. I feel I, like that might be the wives' tale. Solves everything. I love ginger. No, Xanax solves everything. Xanax is a cure all. I take it for anything. If I have the flu, I take Xanax. If I have a cold, I take Xanax. If I'm having existential <laughs> dread, I take Xanax. <laughs> Before I wake up, I take Xanax. <laughs> yeah, right? like, Before I go to bed, I take Xanax. <laughs> it's funny, when I actually got sick last week, I took a Xanax. <laughs> After I eat food, take a Xanax. Go to light up a cigarette, take a Xanax. Don't do that a cigarette, anymore. Take a Xanax. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> take a Xanax, take a Xanax, take no, a Xanax. No, no. In all seriousness, use Xanax responsibly. Don't abuse that shit. It's really bad for you. The only Super Bowl that stands out for me is the Seahawks, uh, Seahawks patch Patriots. Uh, yeah, I, I thought about that one for a second because it was too. a great game. Yeah, like, it was intercepted at the goal game. line, and yeah, that's that will forever live. Malcolm Butler. Uh, yeah, and then he was noticeably absent the next year when you guys tried to win. I mean, oh, I know you said like not my team in it, but the one with the Rams Titans was dope, just because it came down to what was it like three yards. I think is what separated the Titans from winning that Super Bowl. The Chargers haven't been in oh the Super Bowl. Fuck like, not one time. Oh what are you talking about? This <laughs> is I mean, just bad karma you're building up, dude. You want the Bruins to be a choose... good team forever. You got to stop building up this bad karma, man. My if favorite we Super choose... Bowl we won was the 28-3 to comeback. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Absolutely. Yeah, that, and mine would one, be the 20, 2018 because I that was it was a great game, but I was screaming at the TV because of how many yards we were giving up. We were just allowing yeah so much no. offense. It was it was a tense game. I can imagine if if you were an Eagles the, the fan. second half of the Falcons game literally makes my body go warm and numb. And the same thing with the <laughs> Butler interception. It's just pure heroin, pure ecstasy. Nice. Yeah. Pure ecstasy, new band name, I call it. All right, anything else we want to talk about, boys? No? Okay. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 
I want to talk about the silence. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow us on all the social media. It's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. And uh, yeah, we will see you next time. We're out of here. Say goodbye, boys. Birdie's going to go take a Xanax. I need some ginger ale, some pot, bleach. I'm good. Just <laughs> my best life here. All right. See you later. Peace. Peace.